1: The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. Dennis, you were impressed also, not just by this legislation, but by comments made by the president. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. Good. You yeah. were impressed by the president in particular.
2: Um, well, first of all, can I just say this? GA, don't be arguments and any outside uh, things. So. This would be an opinion. this' been my own personal opinion, but I think I heard him on the news and i heard I heard that he spoke well and um I think personally he draws attention to an area that is it it does need to be looked at because I think that um I think people can be very vulnerable with with advertisements. Personally. Could well, you get a bit that's closer that's to
1: your phone, Dennis, for me, if you
2: would? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's I'm. That's great. Took off, I took your you there
1: now. I suppose, what is your own story?
2: My own story is was I was gambling for, in around 10 years, and I suppose nine years of that would have been online. At uh, the very, at the very start, I didn't have access it online the first year, but I found as soon as I went online, it completely just took over my life. And for the last five, five and a half years, of my gambling, it was everywhere. It was from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed, eating my dinner, driving to work, being at work, being around people. I was just addicted to the phone, addicted to, and it was even for me back then, I didn't need the advertisements to promote it for me because I was knee-deep in the middle of it
1: all. Tell Um, tell me how it started, your first venture into gambling. I suppose you thought it was a harmless flood.
2: It, yeah, it started off really as just kind of like um, a bit of, you know, uh, going into bookies once, twice a week and picking up the coupons and going home then and fit the excitement of, you know, filling out the coupon, checking the tables and all that kind of stuff and just doing all the, the mind prep around it. Mm. So even at the very start, I might only be betting three to five times a week.
1: And what was was, it? Horses or football or what? It
2: would have been soccer at the start. Premier League, League weekend bets, midweek bets, that kind of stuff. But it was only really for the first year, it was only soccer. But there was always the thrill of, you know, going and, you know, and, you know, doing my bit of prep, you know, seeing checking teams, places and league tables and all that kind of stuff. And just, you know, trying to pick out and getting the newspapers in and, you know, looking at, you know, people's tips and all that kind of stuff. But after the first year, then, I bought, I bought myself a smartphone. And uh, I felt it would be easier to do it online because I always had a fear of people seeing me. I suppose as well as my pride as well, I didn't want people see me coming out I the mm. bookies, you know, and I wanted to keep myself to my...
1: And were you spending much
2: there? At the very start, it would have been small amounts. I suppose, I suppose the very start, would have been 20, 30 or uh, a, a week, which, which was I suppose, for anyone, that's a lot of money. But compared to what it was towards the end, you know... You know, um, but after the first year, it was just like when I got the smartphone, I'd be putting in a uh, be of money, maybe of like twenty, thirty euro into my account. Then, as you got more, prevalent was forty, fifty, sixty. Then you're putting in multiples of a hundred. You know, and well,
1: how and quickly with, did you go from, like you said, the thirty quid a week, which you know you could probably afford at the time, to that's scary putting in multiples of a hundred? How how quickly did that happen?
2: I. Say within, I'd say within the first within two years, but because it got to the stage where it, the fun had stopped, you know, and I wasn't enjoying it anymore, and then I was like, I'm losing money here, but I can still, I can still, I can still win it back. I can still catch catch up. to it. you know, I always thought that I'd always get the dream world. I always thought I'd get that big win that would make up for all the losses, you know. Yeah. So I kept chasing that, and the compulsive gambler. It's in our DNA we're always going to chase. We're always going to chase. We could win and we could win. Sorry, I'd say, when I say we, I should be saying me. I could win and I could win. You know, this is just a hypothetical situation. If I won 5,000 tomorrow, yeah. I'd gamble that 5,000 tomorrow and I'd gamble more because I'd, I'd gamble what I'd win, but then I'd gamble to catch to catch up on the stuff that I lost. So, it, it, so
1: you'd the, have, say... And this is the the mind, I guess, of the compulsive gambler. So, so you have you know, and I'm just plucking figures out of the air here. So you yeah. know that you're, we'll say, two grand in debt. Yeah. And and you win, fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Instead of and you know, I think you know, do you that the fifteen hundred should go off the debt? You yeah. re gamble to see can you double it? Is that right? yeah and you've I, no way I, of stopping yourself
2: no because my mind the way my 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 the way my mind works is i've that two thousand that I've lost, I know I've lost it, but in that moment that's not in my mind what's in my mind now is what I can do with this one fifteen hundred that i've I've just won there like you know what it took me only half an hour to win that in another half an hour or an hour or whatever it is you know I double it and it's it's just it's
1: And how would you feel then when, because the 1500 is gone, how would you feel then?
2: Oh, absolutely disgusted and hate myself. You know, angry towards myself, angry with everybody around me, angry with life, angry with the person that's in front of me in the car and he's cut me off, and the person that's just, everybody around me is just, you know, angry with everybody, but most so angry with myself and hating and despising the person that I was because every time I lost money, I was like, I'm never going to do it again. But I always went and did it again. And the worst thing about it was, it was always a hidden thing for me. You know, people never knew about it. So even though I had all this anger and resentment and hate towards me and everybody around me, I still, damage, you know, going to work and a smile on my face. And I was a function... Um, I was a functioning gambler for my life, up until the very end when function
1: How bad did it get, Dennis?
2: I not to be around anymore. I wanted to end my life. My self-care towards the end had gone. Totally given up with I would given up the life around me, but I was still, to, as much as possible, I was still. I it just completely, towards the end of it, the last couple of years, it completely took over my whole life. You know, to the point where I was still as much as possible functioning, uh, functional in terms of living life, but there was no life. You know, from the moment I woke up in the morning to go into bed at night, I had to have my phone. I had to have my phone because all my gambling from that up uh, from the from year from the first year onwards was online, and it and and. That fed into all the anger and the hate that I had for myself. But because of all those feelings, and I didn't know what to do with them, or how to express them, I just wanted to escape from it. Mm. And my best way of escaping was to buy, would have been my best friend at that time, which was my phone, because, you know, it's worth, You know, I pushed everybody away. I pushed my family away. I was had intrigued. your family, I
1: was about to ask, you.
2: Yeah. I had, yeah. I had, a, I was, I had, I had family, and I... I brothers and sisters and parents and I pushed them all the way, I wasn't picking up the phone to them, I wasn't going visiting them anything like that. I had been in a relationship and through, you know, and that was severely damaged through my gambling as well. And
1: did and they notice, did the family notice that something wasn't right with you?
2: They noticed that I was withdrawing. you know, I wasn't. I wasn't picking up the phone like I used to, I wasn't checking in with them and stuff and there wasn't I wasn't being a brother, I wasn't being a son. You know, um, they'd see me at Christmas time. They'd see me at, you know, at the times where I had to kind of turn up for things, you know. And a lot of times I didn't turn up for things. But, you know, you know, but they'd never, you know, there was never the phone call on the Sunday. There. there was never really given a call in the week, you know. And mm-hmm. this, went on, this went on for about, I suppose, a year and a half where there was very little contact.
1: And you know the way, and I've spoken to people addicted to alcohol or to drugs or to both Spoken to people who would keep a, a can of beer hidden in the kitchen so that they'd have their first drink when they yeah. were five minutes out of bed. Like you'd get out of bed and you'd pick up the phone. When would you have your first your your first plunge into the gambling in the morning time?
2: Oh, as soon as my eyes opened. As soon as, it was my first thought. It was always wake up. Where's my phone? And the first thing I do because even before going to bed at night. I put on my bets, there'd be, there'd be some game on somewhere in the night time, so i put on a couple of bets during the night. So my first thought when I woke up was, I need to see how my bets got on. And if there was money in the account, brilliant, I'd just gamble straight away. If there wasn't, the thing about online is, it's linked to your bank account, you can link it to a credit card, you can link it to whatever you want. You know, so I was constantly just transferring money over And that's that's the dangerous side of it. You know, it's different if I'm going into the bookies and putting, taking 100 euro out of my pocket, 200 euro, 300, whatever it is, and I'm physically handing over that money, I can see what I'm doing. But when you're online, when you're transferring it over, it's click, it's it's click of a button. It's just, it's like Monopoly. And that's how it felt. You know, it just felt like it was, I knew it was my own money. I knew it was losing my own money. But I didn't feel because I wasn't physically handing it over, and that's the scary. That's that's yes. the, that's one of the scariest side of the online side of it. Yeah. That you can just get caught in that trap of just mm. click transfer, click transfer. I suppose, and
1: w- w- when you think about it, Dennis, you know, those of us who who buy bits and pieces online, you know, you're you're spending money and you're tapping on the phone, and you've spent more money than you wanted to before you before you know where you are. I mean, there you are, compulsively addicted. To, to, to betting, you just—you knew it was your money. You didn't care. You kept it. How much debt did you rock up?
2: Um, I won't talk amounts now, but it was well into the thousands. Wow. Um, um, because I'm still making rem- rem- remunerations okay. to people, so I, I, I won't. Okay, That's I won't okay. give it. It's as well into the thousands. Well
1: into the thousands. And, and was there a point? Was there a turning point?
2: Their turning point for me was above in, um, above in Dublin. I, I, just, I I ran away from home. I just couldn't deal with life, couldn't deal with anything at, at that point, and I just needed to escape. And for me, I wasn't coming back in my own mind. I was going to find some way of ending it all. Mm. And, um, I couldn't, you know, um, came to a point where one particular night I was like, look, either tonight I do or I don't. And I couldn't. And I made a phone call then the following day to my father and said, look, I need help. And at that point they knew. They had found, you know, my car parked up, they found my car, they found bet slips, uh, online bet slips and and different things. Mm. And, um, and, but it was only until the point of me coming back and explaining what happens Knew the extent of it,
1: um, and and when and you picked up the phone to your dad and said, "I need help," was that the hardest phone call you would ever oh, made?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've because I'm 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 kind of a person that um, I don't like to ask for help. I've never liked to ask for help. I'm best rested today. Now you know when I wake up in the morning today, I know that I need help with getting through my day. I need a I need members. I need a program. I need Supports. I need a higher power. I, need, I have all these things in my life today that I didn't have before, and I know that I need all of these things today.
1: And, and did more. you go into Gamblers but, Anonymous?
2: But uh, yeah, well, I went. To, first of all, I, I went into treatment, and it was inside in treatment that I was introduced. To, uh, I was introduced to Gambler, uh, Gamblers Anonymous meetings, you know. And uh, I went, you know, and following on from my treatment, in I got more involved with the Gamblers Anonymous. I got myself a sponsor. I was going to more and more regular meetings. And, you know, I just found when I was inside meetings that I was a people that didn't judge me. And that's the big thing for me. I always felt judged by the world, you know. And uh, it was only always ever myself judged me. Yeah. But I, this is one room of people that I could walk into and say whatever was going on in my mind. And you, you'll never shock. You'll never shock. A gambler, you never shock somebody that's an addict of any sort because we've all, we've all got our own things we've done in the past, and we've all heard, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know. So you know, that going into the room or whatever is going on for you that day, you're going to get understanding. You're going to get people to listen to you, and people just.
1: Yeah, I, I remember know. talking to a fellow one time about uh, he was in Alcoholics Anonymous for years and he'd been sponsor to many, many people. But mm. he he used to say to... I I said, what do you say to someone when they come to you for the first time? And he said, well, there's nothing... You can tell me anything because I've heard it all and done most of it.
2: Yeah, and same as that. Yeah. and I, And it, it's... It, I think it's just how, such, how empowering
1: uh, is that for you, Dennis? When someone says that something like that, Dennis, you can tell me anything because I've heard it all and done most of it.
2: Oh, it's incredible, you know. It, and even just even just from myself, like I've been a sponsor now the last number of years, and you know, I found out yesterday I was I uh, there was, there was coming on the call this morning, so I spoke to my sponsor last night, around it, and I spoke to my sponsor this morning quickly about it as well, and I uh, want to show the member as well because for me today. To have that, that, that circle of support in my life that if there's something that I need to ask a question about, I can ring someone and you know, I never get told what to do. i always get like an opinion or i always get, hooked, well, this, or a suggestion or advice, you know, and I'm more open to listening to today because I know if I don't listen to advice today from members and from through my program, I'd be back gambling again mm. because my, my, my head wants me to gamble my head still does Oh, it, it, it always will I'm like, a compulsive when, gambler. Did you,
1: when did you last gamble
2: so, uh, the 22nd of September of 2017
1: um, and when it, did it, you last want to
2: the, I, I, I haven't wanted to but the thoughts would always be in your head nice. you know because it's in my DNA I'm a so compulsive you're coming gambler. up for four years now yeah
1: well but done well done you thank, thank you BJ
2: but it, the thoughts are always going to be there and I, 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 and what, and I, this is my own personal opinion again, because GA don't have any opinions on, uh, on any of these issues. But personally, for me, if I was somebody today now that was coming into gamblers Anonymous from my very first meeting, I think I'd struggle more, because simply because of the fact that there's so much more advertising online about it. There's so much. You're sitting down at TV at night and you see. Uh, It's the best way you see, you know, casino, free spins with this one and and all that kind of stuff. And, again, personally, this is my own opinion, you've got influential sports personalities, um, you know, uh, sponsoring um, casino...
1: endorsing them, yeah, yeah.
2: Bookmakers and all that kind of... And all that just adds to... I suppose the the it makes it makes it look it makes gambling look attractive. It makes yeah. it look fun. It makes it look, but it, the danger. I can't emphasise enough the dangers of online gambling. You like, know,
1: it, I must it, say it there. You. I I I love to watch a bit of sport, and I would notice now that you pointed out, like particularly a major golf tournament or something like that. Every five minutes, it's it's a, it's a, it's betting of some kind, and. For me, who has little or no interest in it? Yeah. It's annoying. It must be yeah. agonising. I mean, do you can you even watch sport now, then?
2: PJ, I'm, I'm a Newcastle supporter. I've been a Newcastle supporter since the 1990s. You poor old
1: I devil. You have more problems in the world than just gambling. Go on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but since I came into recovery, I have not watched the soccer match. I've not watched... If the sports news comes on the radio, I switch it off. I don't oh. get the newspapers. I You know, I don't put myself... In, you know the, I know the Euros were on the last couple of weeks I didn't watch any of the matches mm-hmm. I'd love I'd love to sit down and watch one of these matches but I can't because I know as soon as I sit down my head's going to kick in I you see. know it's going to be it's going to be looking at maybe the first goal score or the first corner or the first penalty or whatever because my mind is trained to think a certain way it's been like that for the last number of years wow. and you know I just I, there's no need for me to put myself in that dangerous environment you know I mean my life today is so much different. You know, I'm in a relationship for the last number of years with a woman I absolutely love and adore and Good. respect. Good we've two we've two Chihuahua dogs we love the ones of and you know, I'm I'm happy in myself today. Good man. You know, I'm I've got a career back in my life in in the field that i that I love. You know, I get up and life still is challenging. There's challenges every day of the week, you know, of my own challenges with what recovery brings and with life and all that kind of stuff. But I can manage it better today because, you know, I have a support system. I have Gambler's Anonymous meetings, you know, I have a sponsor, I have a program. Mm -hmm. But what I did find find could be challenging uh, uh, for people in early recovery as well, I suppose with the pandemic as well, you know, a lot of our face-to-face meetings were were. Stop for that period of time. Had to go online, yeah. Going online, and then you've got the dangers. You know, if I was if I was starting off into recovery now, and I was going into my first couple of meetings and they're online on Zoom, that's the worst thing in the world for me because all my damage was done online.
1: Do you allow yourself to have a smartphone now? No, uh, I've I've a brick phone,
2: (laughs) and uh, I'll never have a smartphone again. I don't want one. There's no need to have one. You know, um,
0: you because
2: know, it just caused me pain. You yeah. know, it's a great it's a great tool if it's used the right way. You know, it's great for people and there's so many people who live their lives in a healthy way using it. But I'm not that person. If yeah. I for you, it was
1: the entrance yeah. to hell.
2: Exactly, exactly. You know, and I'm happy enough to be able to, you know, the, the one thing I will miss about it is I've, I, I used to... Beyond whatsapp we used a family, family group yeah. back in the day on the whatsapp and I, and I miss that side of it yeah but that's only a small thing you know i can pick up the phone today and i, and I can ring my family you know i'm not when my phone rings today i'm not avoiding it or i'm not putting it on silent or i'm not hiding from it in case wondering why are they ringing me what do they want I i'm happy to receive a call today
1: your life has but changed so much
2: but when i'm gambling when i'm gambling online i'm just avoiding the whole world you know and mm-hmm. I'm avoiding the posts, I'm avoiding avoiding everything. And and the more I'm avoiding the world, the more I'm escaping into the online side of it. You know, and I'm just so grateful and glad today that I began my recovery a couple of years ago as I did. And I'm not starting it today because I feel personally, if I was starting my recovery today, I'd struggle more because there is. Yeah, but because of the online side, because of Zoom, because if you're doing the meetings now, our face-to-face meetings are back up and running. Thank God, but there's still the option of using Zoom meetings for people in different uh, with, with different meetings online. And I struggle with that because um, you know, whereas today you now I've bit more, I've a couple of days knowledge before me, and I've you know, and I, you know, I'm you know, and I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I
1: feel more confident going on to Zoom and knowing this. Something else before I let you go, and I I wonder would you agree with this. We've talked on this program about many forms of addiction and and I'm very proud to say that people feel free to come here and talk about their addiction and that means a lot to us as a team. And Mm -hmm. I thank all of them and I thank you. But one thing that has come up time and time again is that gambling is the silent addiction because there is no hangover you don't look like death warmed up. You don't look sick to people. You're carrying this burden around, and for a lot of the time, it's invisible, and that makes it even more insidious.
2: Yeah, I agree
1: people, with that.
2: I do. Uh, a lot of people say that gambling, uh, uh, gambling has the highest rate of suicide of all of all the um, of all the um, addictions, and I'd agree with it because it's the one thing you can keep hitting for so long. You can only drink so much. You can only drugs so much, and you'll see that in the person. You will. You'll see them either falling around the place, or they're, whatever. With gambling, you just, you become just such a master of lying, and manipulating, and just hiding. Hiding from, you know, your partner, hiding from your family, hiding from the world. But it's, the more you hide, the more dangerous it is. Because the more you hide, the more I hide, the less I want it to the end of the world and the more I reverted into the online side of it because mm-hmm. I still felt towards the end I'd get that big win and it'll make all the hurt that it caused people you know it'll, it'll make up for it all it never was. it never would it, the, the win was never going to happen but my mind always told me it was, and I think it, it absolutely cripples you on the inside of those I can't say how much it does like, I, I would have always thought it was like a kind caring, gentle helpful person But when I'm gambling, I'm not. I'm lying, stealing, cheating, manipulating, all, any word you can put on top of that, that's me when I gamble, you know. And and then it's just, and once you fall into that trap, it's very, very hard to get out of it. Unless you've, unless, because the longer you're in it, the longer I was in it, I just felt that I lost myself more, I lost my voice, I lost, I lost me.
1: Well well, you found yourself again and, and I'm delighted for you that you have how much does finally, how much does it mean put it into words, for someone who may be listening to us right now Dennis, who is where you were four years ago, who has a loved one, who is where you were or they think they were how much does it mean to you to not have to hide anymore?
2: Oh it means the world and can I just say first of all as well just if people are listening like it does affect Families as much as a person. That's you know. So there's and there is support out there for families as well. Be it parents, be it partners, be it brothers, sisters. There's support out there for everyone. You know because it is a, it is a family and it affects everybody in some way. It just means the world to me to be able to wake. I wake up in the morning now and um, you know and uh, I wake up and I'm like, oh, Monday, Tuesday, and I'm just thinking uh, what I'm. You know and I'm I can I wake up with just this calmness in my mind of just what's happening today. I'm working or I'm off. And you know, I can just make a, I can make a plan to live for that day. That's... Be it go for a walk, go to work, go shopping, do whatever. Spend time with my partner, whatever. When I was gambling, I didn't have that. It was just, it was all day. I was just waking up. when I, When I was gambling, the only peace in my mind I had was those couple of seconds when you're waking up in the morning before you're kind of before you kind of come to and you're like you're kind of coming waking up out of your sleep and those couple of seconds. But as soon as I woke up into the world, straight away clicked in. It was like a button. Press the button and my mind was gone for the day, um, and just not to have that that mind stress going on every day, every moment. You know. Um, to be able to just, you know, go for a walk in peace, answer the door in peace, pick up the phone in peace. Um, and, you know, and it's out there for everybody. The hardest thing I ever had to do was ask for help. It nearly killed me to ask for help. Thankfully it didn't, but it nearly did. And it's the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. But it's the one thing that'll give you the most peace when you do. Because wherever, whichever part of the country you're in, whatever meeting you go to be online, Zoom, I'll be there in face-to-face meeting. If you walk into one of the rooms and ask for help, you're going to get people coming over to you offering help. There'll never be a person that will judge. You know, I, I've gone to meetings in different parts of the country. I've gone on to Zoom meetings all you know, all over the world It's with Zoom. And um, any meeting I've gone on to, all I've ever got is just support and, you know, understanding. And you just straight away, you just know that... These people understand; they won't judge, and it's just—it's just great being part of a fellowship like that that knows that um, all we want is the best for each other.
1: Right. You know, um, yeah. So, Dennis, I'm going to—I'm going to leave it there, and I'm going to wish you every success in your continued recovery, and thank you for your openness and your honesty with us today. You've been fantastic.
2: Thank you, BJ. God bless.
1: Cheers. That's Dennis. If you would like any kind of support. After hearing that for you or for a loved one, uh, there's a website, gamblersanonymous.ie. There is a phone number. Always someone at this number. They will come back to you. It's 087-285-9552. 087-285-9552. Somebody will come back to you. You can email info at gamblersanonymous.ie. Or indeed, they have an office on Quaker House, uh, Capwell, Summerhill South, near Turners Cross. And they're open Monday at half eight, Tuesdays at half eight, and Sundays at half eight if you just want to go and join a meeting. Gamblersanonymous.ie. And uh, thank you so much to Dennis. Corks 96 FM.